a lot of screaming and we have to say there's a lot to talk about because we have different views on this episode this is going to be very exciting because i believe this is an ecstasy booth whereas my co-host thinks it belongs in agony i am very happy that we are here oh and okay so vhs jace is in the middle which i appreciate we are welcoming you <laughs> back to the captain's quadrant you are now permanently back with us every friday that's why we moved for the great honor to have jace but we are joined with the actor who was in this episode himself, David Jones. He's on the cover, as a matter of fact. So cover of our thumbnail. That is the nice gentleman there. And we're going to talk all about this episode. And we are probably going to have a few discrepancies and the debates. And, you know, we'll go from there. And we are excited to be with you today. So without further ado, let us give Jason his moment to shine and read the synopsis. Very well. Captain Pike and his crew welcome a Klingon defector aboard the USS Enterprise, but his presence triggers the revelation of some shocking secrets. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Shocking secrets. <laughs> great. Right, let's good. hop right into it. <laughs> it's been it's been a year and that still makes me laugh every time yeah, i see it, it. Is, yeah. and it's so, it's so funny because it's such a great episode and patrick stewart is so amazing in that episode david warner so amazing but we've taken that one thing out of context and we ruined it we ruined the whole thing no no yep. it's fantastic it's the best thing that we've ever done uh, it's the best thing that jace has ever done let me give the it the thing we've ever done wow. we should be ashamed of ourselves no i mean the background <laughs> patrick is the stewart's thing. gonna come across this podcast when he's like oh Agony booth. I wonder what this is. He's gonna put it on. That scene was me at my best, and they completely messed it up. I'm going to write them a very strongly lettered, strongly worded postcard because I don't think he knows how to use email. Can, can I just say though that sure. you know it could have been worse because it was up to Jason here. I would have had to digitally add testicles coming out <laughs> the bottom of his cloak. And that thankfully, I had the still, taste to hold is, back from that. That is still not off the table. Oh, <laughs> and I say, man. as he gets older and older, they're just going to be <laughs> like the like the uh, like the ball during, at New Year's. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yes, we're just going to be ten. Nine, <laughs> what the devil are you doing back there? <laughs> Poor Number David. One, it's been who are these people? What? It's, it's been, been like, three minutes and we're already talking about old man's <laughs> testicles. Sorry, mate. I just, just, just kind of show we are by the looks. <laughs> He's just smiling. He's just like, what the hell? What am I doing here? Did I, did I want Why it? did I come back? <laughs> yeah. Is this a good idea? <laughs> um, all right. So let's hop into it. WTF did we just watch? Uh, normally, I'd give our guest the uh, the stage here, but you were in it. So we know you know what we watched. Oh. So. I am going to give it to VHS Jace, since you are returning. Yep. Uh, yeah, look, honestly, it is a middling episode because there are things that I think are really strong in this. Um, I really love the Embega Nurse Chapel. A lot of that. I don't. I really don't like how it ends, though, mm. um, with that storyline. But um, the, the Klingon defect, man, like... Yeah, it was okay in the beginning, but, man, did it fall off by the end. And what made me get up and go, that is horrible, is the fact that he ends up being a con man, a shuckster, a liar. Mm, it's I, like he was 
Like, is he, he's like he's trying to sell the monorail, like in the Simpsons episode. <laughs> oh, <look at> <laughs> oh, my God. Because essentially that's what he is. And, and, it, and it was not cool. But everything on that planet, when they're dealing with the wartime situation between yeah. and where our, our good friend here, David Jones, it's the scenes that he's in that I saw. Um, yeah, like, wow, there's some really gritty stuff. But... They set it up, but they never pay it off in this episode in regards to that post-traumatic stress disorder that they're going through. Um, is just, yeah, it's kind of like, we're going to end it by killing someone, and that's okay. So now we have Mbenga, and we have Nurse Chapel, who we know are a murderer and an yeah, accomplice to murder, and they're our protagonists, and we're supposed to be just okay with that, and I didn't like that. Mm. That was my like big beef with it, but acting performances are excellent and always visual effects are incredible. I mean, you know, the show's got such a high standard that it and anything less I get annoyed at because it's when it's right, it's amazing. But yeah, that's how I felt. All right, Jason Gaston. Uh, my my opinion of this episode is severe. I actually thought that it was a little too gritty. It was a little too much in that department, but I thought that's okay. We're getting some really good performances out of it. And then we get the most melodramatic scene I've ever seen in Star Trek of the, you see the knife and then it cuts to that frosted glass and you just hear the voices like, what are you doing? No, let go. How dare you let go of me. And and now it's supposed to be like it's mystery. Did yeah. this really happen? Did did Mbinga kill him out of anger? Did he kill him out of this? But it was just handled so badly. Interesting. Just just I I honestly think that one scene completely wrecked the entire episode. Oh. And um which is which is strange because uh you know Mbinga was on point. Ambassador uh, Claw, uh, Claw, uh, he yes. was on. Yeah, I just said his Raj. There we go. Ambassador Raj, yeah. great actor, and Jess Bush is just fantastic. All of them were great. Um, I just feel like so many balls were thrown in the air, and many of them were dropped at the end. Uh, and I will also say that's not this episode's fault, but. We have a man who gives us this performance in which he cries and whispers and everybody falls all over themselves to talk about what a great performance it is. And then Sonequa Martin-Green gives a performance where she cries and whispers and everybody complains. Oh, you're saying a double standard. I'm saying huge double standard. Huge double standard. Wow. Wow. Well, for me, I love this episode because it dealt with a lot of PTSD. And I loved that scene at the end that you were talking about where you don't know if he, because he's a shuckster, would he stab himself and then miss the mark just as it playing the blame on Mbenga? It's, it's a possibility. It was very interesting to see that maybe that's the point that they were trying to come across. I thought that was very cool. And another highlight of this episode there's our buddy David Jones. Woo! Walking down. Now that gentleman next to you, was he also a background actor or was he uh 
I believe so. Yeah, I believe he is one of many of us special ops. Mm, mm, okay. So uh, I've got yeah. to ask a question. I, I can't wait. How did it feel putting on that uniform? I know. <laughs> like, yeah, did you, you know, get the moment where you just geeked out? Did you have that moment at all? I nerded out. Like, originally, I was supposed to play in Orion in the Rigel 7 episode. Oh, okay. But I think something I think something happened with, with my previous job where, like, we had uh, just scheduling issues and stuff like that. Um, so I saw a casting call for a wounded soldier, but it didn't say, you know, human, Klingon, nothing. Um, so the, we had to go in for a fitting and stuff like that. And the minute I saw that, uh, I know it, it, everyone said, well, wait, the Enterprise is not supposed to be in this part of the Klingon war. But the minute I saw the USS Enterprise badge on my jacket, man, I just nerded right out. I don't care how. It said USS Enterprise, the episode's ruined. (laughs) Woody's off. It's ruined. No, no, our boy took selfies. I saw them. (laughs) I saw the selfies. I saw the excited selfies. You know what? I do the same thing. I would too. I would too. I'd be like, excuse me, uh, Mr. Mount Anson, could you take a picture of me? Thanks. <laughs> With me? No, no, no. Just of me. Thank you. No. Anson is such a nerd, he'd do it too. He'd go, I know I do it every day too. <laughs> yeah. Oh you know, the problem is with being an extra is you're not supposed to talk to the actors until unless they talk to you first. Right. But there's right. all this but there's all this, you know, non-disclosures, you know, you're not supposed to take photos. Because people leak photos on sets, right? So there's big <laughs> no no no, you can't do anything, but it's like Everyone does it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just, as long as you, don't, uh, as long as you the, don't release them beforehand. Right. Exactly. exactly. That's what, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. I would, I would be throwing like beans at Anson Mount's hair. <laughs> just so he'd turn around and go, Are you throwing beans at me? Mr. Mount, I'm such a fan. He talked to me first. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, throwing beans that, in that, that hair. There's going to be some ricochet. <laughs> like, I wasn't even on set with him. He, he wasn't there at all, right? It was just us. Uh, me, Be- uh, Jeff Bush, and Bagna, and Clint Howard. I definitely wanted to nerd out with Clint Howard. Oh, oh yes. yes. The great Clint the Howard. The great Clint Howard, who I want to say he's been in every iteration of Star Trek, if I'm not mistaken, because I know he was in. Was he, he in the animated Th- series? Oh, yeah, deep cuts. Deep cuts. I need to make, a, the answer is I need no, to make a video promo for that now. Jason's deep cuts. Jesus, was he the animated series? <laughs> I know he's got all the deep cuts. I would it's love Aaron to. Uh, <laughs> I would love to share a uh, bottle of Tranya with uh, with Mister Howard. Yeah. Oh, you know the one thing I talk about Clint Howard was because I'm obsessed with this when I was a kid. The movie The Wraith. Do you remember Ooh. the movie The Wraith? Oh, I the love that car movie. movie with Clint. VHS I don't VHS know. VHS fault. Oh, you're missing out. We might have to get you on that one, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Put me on. I'll, yeah. I'll check it out for sure. Um, the the other thing I really love is you guys to see how close Mbenga and Nurse Chapel were. First, they were kung fu buddies earlier on in the season, and then and they're murder buddies. And now they're murder buddies. Co-conspirators of murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, there was an underlying um, piece about drug use because the a rare scene of an Andorian. Because after Enterprise, we really don't see too many Andorians. So uh, it was really cool to see the Dorian. Dorian was like, yo, man, I need some of that stuff to fight in this war. Let me get it. I want to be Matrix in Benga. And uh, we unfortunately didn't. We got to see a little bit of it, like briefly at the end, which I thought was cool. 
Yeah, he oh, died though, right? He died. The Andorian oh, died. Yeah, everybody in uh, everybody, everybody yeah, in yeah. that platoon died. Yeah, Andorian died. Yeah, I th- I, sorry, dude. I think I, actually, I, 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 yeah. I want to ask a question. Do you know? Did they tell you? How you were injured? Did they say you were shot by a phaser or you were, you know, struck by a bathlet? Did you know what you were injured no. with? No, like I was hoping like this episode was going to be more like AR Siege of AR 558. I thought it might have been along that lines. Yeah. But, you know, it did not. But actually, when the prosthetics they put on me was for the transporter scene when Embeg is in the sonic shower. So you don't even see it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Let's let's throw that up again. Just to... he probably stepped on a rake or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I'll take up my own, right? Oh, oh man, yeah, just walking own. along. I can't believe you stepped on a rake. Shut We're up. So you're, you're, you're pretty it confident. That was a patlet. That was a it was a rake. You stepped on a rake. <laughs> so you're pretty confident you survived. You got to sick bay and because I was, I'm guessing so. Because you see me in the sonic shower. Um, when he's in the sonic shower, having the peak flashback scene, that's me in the front there. Um, oh, so I'm God. guessing I survived. But yeah. um, a few of my You've friends, were, well. <laughs> a few of my friends were on the uh, deathbeds there with the other guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'm bring me back for more. There you go. Maybe you're still hanging out in a transporter buffer somewhere. Maybe in Bingo, wake up Shit. in the middle of the night. We know what happens oh, there. Damn. <laughs> hey, imagine man, they so keep sorry. bringing you back. Imagine they keep bringing you back for roles, but you're constantly being injured in every role. <laughs> so you end up this background character in Star Trek over Star Trek lore, where you're constantly being attacked, injured in the sick bay. I I would do that in did instant. Oh be the God, guy that's always dying. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I want to see a I wanted to see a Klingon. I never got to see. I saw the Andorian, but I never got to see the Klingon. So I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Did you see any scenes of uh, Mbenga and Chapel act at all? Did you get to be in vicinity of that? Well, like all that on Jagal, like um, we were there. I was basically there with them majority of the time. So I got to see them uh, when they're, you know, the special ops guys are walking through the tents and stuff like that. I was there. So it was nice mm-hmm. to see that as well, too. And then seeing uh, Jess Bush doing her stuff on her side. Um, you Good know, Aussie girl. She's great. She's she was great with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very cool. She was cool, like when she was just starting out in Australia. She's just one of those lovely uh, young actors. Got her head put on right. Nice, nice. Yeah, exactly. All right. So now we're going to ask you from the view of the viewer rather than the actor on the show. What did you think of the episode? I'm curious. As a like, just pretend you weren't in it. I love it. Like, it's not anything like Way of the Warrior, Siege of AR-558. It was totally different. It was more acting than action in this episode. I loved it. Like, I thought the writing was brilliant um, for them, you know, obviously. Um, the AR AR wall was really, really cool, seeing that in motion as well, too. Yeah. And I think the ending, I'm not part of season three or anything like that, so I have no foreknowledge of anything. But I would be, I that's think like we all know. That somebody who was in season three would say, but okay. This probably will eventually lead up to why Mbango gets demoted, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's, yeah, I was going to say. Like what, what we Very good first. point. Just yeah. like we saw in my previous episode where they started hinting the war of Jagal, then we got the war. I wouldn't be shocked. They probably, this is foreshadowing what's to, probably to come. Yeah. Well, the the irony of a, uh, you know, the doctor, the head doctor on the Enterprise being a drug-using 
homicidal maniac. At right. This point. Yeah, I think that's what it was. <laughs> Is that well, ketamine? Yeah. Well, the hint is towards the inquiry, right? So this maybe we'll, we'll see Denver. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a, a mixture of things. He's also wait. Did you have your daughter in the transporter buffer this whole time? Like that might come up too. I was like, yeah, I remember that having major issues when I first saw that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, like, like, that's abuse. That's child abuse. <laughs> Speaking of transporter buffers, I had this thought while I was watching the episode, and uh, so they take the the soldier Alvarez, and they put him in the transporter buffer, and then later they have to beam people up, and they're like, "What do we do? Well, we just have to, you know, we have to purge the system, and we have to get rid of him." Simply just beam them out of the buffer. Uh oh. That's yeah, right. He's like the, back. Why back. not beam them? Why not beam them out? Have them there for a couple of seconds. Get the transporter back online and put them back in. Maybe there wasn't enough time. Maybe, but they had, sure had a lot of time for that drama. They just buy have, a bigger memory card. You know, only 138 Have this memory stick in Mbinga's junk drawer, just like. Alvarez. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Whoopsie. It's a cool concept in a way that you yeah. can store people in the. I think there's more interesting stories to come from that. Just well, that idea right. alone. Yeah. Well, it it cool. Somewhere there's a whole cool. civilization living in there. Sorry. It yeah. would be kind of cool if, um, in season three. Because you know Scotty is in is on the show right now, it would be kind of cool if Mbinga and Scotty have a short conversation where Scotty says, "Hey, I heard that you can store people in the transporter buffer. Tell me more about that." Mm. And then later, oh, cool. you know, because he he does that little trick to you know save himself and end up Ooh. in the next generation era. So they, yes, that's true. That's very that true. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. All right. Well, let's hop into why would you. Do that. There's nothing there. This is poor George. Oh, you're not supposed to put your finger in my mouth. William, <laughs> enough. The safer <laughs> is, oh my. <laughs> All right. He's watching at home going, I would never. <laughs> I um, have standards. I have class. Um, One of the things that uh, I... I'm glad they did. And why would you do that? Was showing the ground war that we never saw forever. Uh, usually in Star Trek, it's usually the cluster of people off to the side. Maybe there's like some background fisticuffs or maybe a main character is throwing down, but never in the scale of lasers just and just so much destruction all around. It was quite incredible. Uh, to see, and it was constant, right? It like, was constant. Things it was like, like that, there, yeah. Things getting blown up every second in that every would have been like, yeah, yeah. And it was dark, and it was so dark, like and gritty that um, it reminded me of a war movie, like a uh, Saving Private Ryan. I think that's the name of the movie. Yes, uh, Saving Private Ryan type of film. It was very, very well done to me as a, a film fan of. Uh, art artistic war stories. I have. Um, well, I well, personally like uh, saving uh, Ryan's privates better. But <laughs> yeah, that's a each to their own, you know. Uh, we don't have that clip anymore. Well, <laughs> no. for, yeah, you made me delete it. Great. Yeah, yeah. the guy next to you. <laughs> I, I will say that this episode does show how to use an AR wall. It really I, does. I've seen some episodes and some movies that use AR walls badly. 
and Star Trek's even guilty of it, but this episode used it just the right way. And yeah. I think it really elevated everything that took place in the camp. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I thought it had a lot of real depth to it, didn't right. it? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, especially like when when they're talking to each other and she's playing with those boards and, and buffering everybody out of the buffer. It really seemed like they were on a foreign planet because it was so gritty and so pointy. It was it was definitely a looker. It was <laughs> Yeah, pointing like an entire background of Vasquez Rocks. Yeah, it's Vasquez Rocks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that I, I thought was in person. Yeah, in person, it's evil. Yeah, cool. oh, I've, I've been there. Awesome. I, I think he's talking about the AR wall. Oh, I thought you said Vasquez Rocks. No, I don't think he's been there. No. <laughs> Well, AR walls are cool, but have you seen Vasquez Rocks? It's quite <laughs> beautiful. It is so that's, yeah. well, that's, that's green screen. Was that are you talking about like Mandalorian AR walls here? Just uh, yep. it's all live. Yep. What oh, you it's see all live. So they're using the, the yeah Unreal Engine PC thing where it moves around. And yep. It's yep. crazy. Yeah, that must have been. As an actor, does that help a lot to have that on the scene rather than a green screen or not much there? For, like, I, I, the it definitely helps you, helps you to get them open. Uh, it was just cool. Like, it's massive. Mm. Um, and it puts off a lot of heat. Like, we were filming this during COVID, so you still had masks and all that on set as well, too, right? So you got the heat of that thing. Then, obviously, the costumes. and It was really hot in there, but it was, yeah, it, it's so cool. It really is. Yeah. Wow. And another really cool scene was the ship that was bringing Nurse Chapel in as it was coming in. It was a, a, trying to suppress fire, avoid fire. I thought that was excellent. And the way they shot that was really cool. And it was a ship I wasn't familiar with. I'm used to those roundabouts being like the Galileo and the mm, I liked uh, it. The runabouts that they had. What, what, <laughs> what happened? What happened? I was just laughing because you called them a roundabout. Yeah, runabout. Yeah. Excuse me, runabout. The runabout. That's, were, that's how they were getting down to the planet. As they were going, I like that design of the shuttle. Though. I really did. It's just yeah, a that, little dark change, but it was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna go say hi to Mima, and she says, "Trekking in the hood from the nursing home." Uh, and then hi, send Spice Mom. Stewart. I, I think she's gonna send Patrick Stewart a copy of the podcast. <laughs> Is oh, their friends? Please do. Oh, no, hold you guy. Um, Ozzy Jason, I cringed <laughs> when you said saving Ryan's <laughs> joke because our pastor Ooh. watches this. Oh, Cosmic Space Mom, you know it's how a, gutter I am. It's a, okay, he's talking about a movie where they're trying to save Ryan's privates, as in the yeah. that command him. So he's trying right. to save his his commanding officers. His That's private. a medical drama. Your mind out of the gutter, please. <laughs> Thank right. you, Jason. Thank there you, you go. The save. The save. Our good friends, Open Pike Night. Hello. Incoming transport. Incoming transport. Yeah. Incoming transport. Yes, yes. And then uh, our good friend, My Figure Universe. Greetings, gents. Greetings to you. Good to see you. Good night. We made friends today over at uh, the Instagram, which you can follow us on Captain Squadron. Take a take a look. We're yeah, over there. Nice. And then my mom. Nice try. <laughs> I thought She's... it was a splendid try. <laughs> yeah, loving the JJ Lendy print in the back, David. Yes, that's a great point. Uh, oh, I am. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. Here's a very close up look of it, piece of it anyway, because it was hard to frame, but very cool. I definitely quite evocative, that. isn't it? Yeah, it is because you got Nurse Chapel's reflection on the blade, uh, and then you know you kind of got his eyes seeing through that. 
but it's also like a reflection of her being in that moment when uh homeboy yeah stabs himself to blame deciding, i'm cool with this i'm cool with it you cool with this you may have murdered somebody murder is fine. Uh, murder you're is treating fine. this like the oj case joe <laughs> if the glove does not fit <laughs> oh our good friend the philip brian good to see you i hope your internet is back up and ready i know you just had a great move please let us know you can hang out with us again and hopefully open fight night guys we'll come back and hang out Hot take eight is my favorite episode of season two. Uh oh. Wow. Uh oh. I think you're going to have uh, Jason is gritting his teeth. I agree. Yeah, with you guys. I, it's, it's very good. Yeah, not my. Sorry, yeah. no. With a season with these those old scientists, uh, your point is invalid. No, no. Uh oh. Yeah. I did think it was weird they sandwiched this episode between those old scientists and subspace rhapsody. It's like cartoon crossover, war movie, murder, <laughs> musical. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like, how that's how well this show, the series season did, right? So you can go yeah. from something completely light to completely the opposite. That's why Strange and Rose just did so, so well. It, yeah. it is definitely Strange they, New World, I will say that. They swung <laughs> at the fences every episode. And for oh. me, like for me personally, they didn't always hit the ball. But man, they gave it everything they, they, they did. got I, in the way you... of trying to be diverse and, you know, different kind of storylines, different genres cool yeah. yeah you can't yeah. you cannot fault them for trying this year no 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 like uh, that's gonna be hard to top season two compared to you had subspace rhapsody uh the hegemony all the tomorrow and yeah. tomorrow and tomorrow there are so many good episodes and there, has there ever been a perfect season of star trek in no. the 60 years of existence i'd say probably no, no. there's no. Maybe you're this. always going to have some episodes that just don't work for you yeah yeah Maybe this is very close. Yeah. Uh, season three, Picard. That's actually okay, not okay. Now bad, he's David. now now open Pike Night's about to make me angry. What is? What did he These say? old scientists. Oh is great. yeah, I don't agree it's with candy. that. Candy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Subspace Rhapsody is glorious, but under the cloak of war is peak Trek. Look at that. I got. Don't you I, love I Star Trek community? I, we can. We all... do. Thank you all for coming in and saying with it. Uh, it's like a roller coaster of programming. Very true because you got yeah. like a. You know, the, the very beginning, it goes up, and then it kind of goes up and down. And it's pretty cool. Hey, kids, um, want to have fun? Too bad you're going to have fun. You're going to war. Uh, oh, yeah. I argue that now we're going to have a musical. Yay! <laughs> That's why, uh, kids, the Gorn have captured everyone you love. <laughs> Everybody's dead. Um, I'd have to argue that season three of Picard was as close as we've ever gotten to perfection. Yes. Yeah, David just just saying that. I agree. Yeah, a little bit of filler in there that I didn't care for, but overall, yes, it was very yeah. good. I, I really okay. I, I agree. Agree. Yeah, yes. I took issue with the camera choices near the end of the episode. Try hashtag trite. Very dynasty Dallas like in a yes, way. Yeah. Soap opera ish. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, and then no, let the me go. How dare you? No, let go of me. Put the knife down. No, you're stabbing me. I'm burning. I'm still alive, but I'm burning. <laughs> it's very Monty Python. I, will, I feel happy. <laughs> maybe that's um, it. Maybe they spent the entire budget on the AR wall. They're like, hey, we can't yeah. afford to fuck. Yeah, afford maybe. We can't afford to film as much. Okay. So we'll just Listen, I used to direct episodes of Dynasty. Go behind that frosted wall. <laughs> <laughs> and bingo probably rolling his eyes going, I know where this is going. 
Yeah. Um, but it's way too mirrored f- in fan service. Ah, it's all right. Sometimes you gotta give you No, 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 no. I have no, an issue no. with the premise. What is fan service? <sighs> is it, it, do you it's, mean obvious references to things in the past? Maybe, but. <laughs> no, it's not. That's what I mean. I reject the premise. As a fan, I like being serviced. <laughs> Anyone seen 10 Things They Hate About You? The band from that movie wrote the music for Subspace Rhapsody. Oh, oh better songs. Uh, Everybody's <laughs> seen that movie, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Season three of Ricard had four different had like four different sets. Yeah, that's true. He's very, <laughs> mostly on but, the on the enterprise. But no one like maybe so, but the way it was handled, even if there was four sets, it made it grand. Yeah. Very I true. mean, I hadn't seen Starship, Starships coming out of docks treated so well in 40 years before Picard Season 3. Like the, when I, the Enterprise F came out. I yeah. was like, I, I, I love me. If there's one criticism I've always had about Discovery, that it does not give us enough Starship. Yeah. I love me Starship porn. And I think, I think that Strange New Worlds does a okay job with it, but my gosh, you cannot beat just the long, huge, beautiful ship shots they had in Picard. Just yeah. yeah. Uh, season three of Picard was too worried about making the fans happy and it complained openly about season two. It did the Borg again. I remember when we were going through that. This is a year anniversary of this. Yeah. And every week it was get the butt bugs. It's the butt bugs. I, I just remember. Okay, endless. the butt bugs would have been better, but I don't have a problem with them. In <laughs> retrospect, it had to be the Borg. Yeah, it had to be. That's the only nemesis of Picard. Yeah, I don't think that was even fan service. I think that it was the only logical choice was to be the Borg because mm. that is that is Picard's greatest nemesis. Yes, indeed, indeed. Should the Dominion have come into it though? Babs. Yeah. Killed it. The, Dominion, the Dominion uh, going with the Borg was weird. I will admit that was weird. Yeah. But yeah. you know, if the Borg are in a diminished state, they would probably take a page out of Janeway's handbook and go and try to find allies. See, now that would would have been a cool line to drop in there. Goes, yes, we took a page out of Janeway's handbook and we got allies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Somebody's got to do some conspiracy bugs. bugs. Yeah, uh, no, somebody, somebody called Tawny Newsom. Yes, Tell her we need bugs. butt bugs on on. Lower decks or Starfleet Academy. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. write the episode. I won't even charge you for it. I get the whole Borg thing, but Janeway already beat them. Well, that's the whole Janeway. Oh, they were diminished and dying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Picard's greatest nemesis was his personal relationships. <laughs> and they dealt with it. Yeah. They dealt yeah. with it. Yeah. They dealt with all of it, except for Laws or Laris, whatever her name is. Yes. Now, that yeah. was yeah yeah yeah. Harris yeah. is sitting there on a planet somewhere with a suitcase next to her, holding a drink, going, "I'm giving him five more minutes." <laughs> He's coming back, right? He's He's coming back. Back. Call like, "I'm sorry, you and Beverly have a what?" Yeah, that's gonna be an odd one. It's gonna be an odd. Amanda Plummer was great too. Oh, she was. Oh, she was amazing. And yeah. Stepping into yeah, her father's so seat. good. I like the seat. Like I just love that they put that line in there. I like the seat because like her dad had the coolest Klingon. Shit. Her choices in scenes though are like no other actor. Like mm-hmm. she'll make a choice to say a line this way, and it's just so uniquely her. It's uh, she was incredible. I like that she yeah. wasn't trying to be con because it seems like yes. every time they have a big villain, they try to make them con. She made mm. she made that character her own, and she wasn't trying to be job. She wasn't trying yeah. to be her dad. Either. No, she yeah. wasn't. That that one scene, whenever the um, 
the Titan fires on the strike and goes into the cloud, and she's just giddy. She's like, follow them, follow them. <laughs> and she's just having the greatest time. And I'm yeah. just like, I want her to win. I'm sorry. Yeah. I kind of want her to win. Uh, Tom, uh, Picard's other nemesis, Tom Hardy. <laughs> yes. And I appreciate you guys not kicking me out of the chat. Yeah, out of the never chat. Oh, out of the chat. You are friends of the Captain Quadrant. You so. can always have an opinion whether yeah. you're right or not. Well, that's up to us. They won't let yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that other fan base. It's yeah. Exactly. Fan base. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So, what do we so think? Seven more phrases. Four phrases. Ship now um, will go or something like that. Let's uh, hitch the tits and and peel the paint. Oh, I don't, think that's, paint. I don't believe it's that at all. Oh yeah, give no, her that show. Give her yeah. Star Trek legacy. Make yeah, it happen. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. Comply. Oh that's yeah, it. comply. Warp I seven. mean, if you want to comply. get into that, I think that's Paramount's biggest weakness. They're not listening to their fan base. Mm. Like if you look at the Star Wars universe, it's taken them a while, but I think they're eventually, you know, giving the fans what they want. And they have for a few years. Star Trek needs to not worry about Starfleet Academy and do the yeah, show obviously. that all of us want. Right. You know, there there are people that are probably just very average fans go, I'd watch that show. I'd mm -hmm. out of that show. Yeah. yeah. I'd watch uh, Jerry I, Ryan read a phone book. That's how yeah, I love same. that character. Mm -hmm. Well, that yeah. when I went to SCLV with Open Pike guys, uh, yeah, that's basically what we got because they couldn't really talk about Star Trek. So it's like, so what's everybody doing? <laughs> you know, it was very. So I went fishing this year. Um, they like proceed, and Paramount is out of money. Yeah, yeah. well, we can save it by not doing Star Trek. Uh, yeah, Star Trek Academy. Yeah, this is one of the things that has me excited about Star uh, Starfleet Academy. Tony Newsom is writing. It. so i know it's not going to be um like a cw teen drama it's going to be fun that's actually i did not know that that makes it very interesting because they, that implies to me that she's writing comedic material because yes. that's what she is so if she's writing comedic material are they making it a comedy or is it just hey we need a bit of levity in our CW team drama. <laughs> I, I there there are also rumors that Paramount Plus is going to merge with Peacock, which you know, we've all is heard the this? joke about what they're probably going to name it, but uh, I'm not. Yeah, oh. right? It, it could be that um, they they're not announcing anything because they're not sure what the plan will be yet. Oh, that's, hmm. that's a good one. Uh, let's let's face it. We need a Star Trek Ted crossover. <laughs> holy crap you're on the enterprise uh assuming we never get a legacy series would you be content with the legacy films yes yeah, I, I would be, i would be fine with with long trucks like they're doing with section 31 i would love for them to do yeah. two or three you know legacy movies yeah um paramount did listen to ncis fans based recently after a decade of telling Den denzo and zavia sidebar i oh I'm not sure. Uh, went over my head. Sorry, mate. I'm yeah, sorry. Watched I haven't it. watched NCIS in years. Sorry. I, I haven't watched yeah. Mark Harmon since he was in summer school. Mm, great. Mm. It is a great Okay. <laughs> Isn't NCIS a spinoff of JAG? That show can't lose. Now, JAG was so cheesy that it rocked because it was so <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get into redeeming features or I don't know. It looks yeah. like gold. Tastes like gold. It is gold. All right. So 
I guess I would have to, since we're on the opposite ends here, I'd have to find something wrong with it because for you, you're finding something right with it. So I'm going to let you go first and then I'm going to pick apart what you said and then come back with it. <laughs> go ahead, uh, Jason Roy Gaston. Oh, well, you know, there's plenty of things about this episode that I think work. Uh, the acting is spectacular. I think the casting was wonderful. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed more of the first half thinking it was going to end up being a great episode than I did not enjoy the second half whenever it all fell apart. So there's plenty, plenty about Under the Cloak of War that I think works as a good Star Trek episode. My main issue is that I think that it suddenly and inexplicably jumped off a cliff where there were sharp rocks at the bottom. Mm. That's that's why I just dislike it, because it was that close to being a classic, and I think they just made a horrible decision and ruined it. Mm. Um, I think it was a great episode. So for me, what didn't work, what, what I thought that could have been improved upon was more of the scene because it was very ambiguous and done for a reason but the scene where the Klingons are battling each other but it was actually uh steroid and Benga or Captain America <laughs> Benga, you know when he's on the juice I, I thought that that part might have been a little bit more clear uh and not just a last minute thing it wasn't him and where was um Robert Wisdom's Klingon character uh at this whole time, because if he's not there killing everybody and he's reformed and then he, what he like froze and witnessed and Benga just kill everybody. And he was like, you know what? I'm a pacifist. I'm good. Is that what happened? Is that that part was a little bit. Yeah. But I know bit. the Federation did get a really cool monorail system going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. yes, 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 yes. All right. VHS Jace. Our redeeming features like that guy, right? Yeah, it's going to be yeah, a first redeeming is, feature. Put you on the map, There's buddy. David in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's amazing. Look, uh, I'm kind of repeating Jason. Yeah, it's some really good redeeming features. I think all the interplay between Mbenga and Nurse Chapel in the flashback sequences was, was really good, was excellent. Uh, had a different feeling at the end when they're on the ship, obviously, in that final mm -hmm. scene. Um, it looked spectacular. It was first time I think that we got a full on war environment, and right. for them to to keep that going would be it was really great. Um, yeah, it looked great. Acted professionally. It did. It tried to raise some really important questions around the Klingon relationship with the Federation at that time, but failed at it. So I appreciate them trying to do something cool with that. Just, yeah, it just didn't work. Mm. Oh, and the, uh, I was going to say initially, I really liked when I was watching it, the makeup for, for, uh, you know, the Klingon. And, uh, but then they must have lit it the wrong way at some point because at one point I'm looking at it going, it's just a foam turtle head. <laughs> is this the, is he related the, from the guy from enemy mine? Like mm. all the, all the sidekick from last Starfighter. I mean like that turtle head, but yeah, nah, besides that, it is nowhere near the worst episode that Star Trek strange new world has produced. It, it's not that level bad. At no, all. no, no. It sits in the five, six, yeah, midway through category for me. But yeah. a lot to like. A lot to like. 
Only the I mean, I watched Halo last night, an episode of Halo, and I could tell you, like, when you watch a show like that and then you come back and you watch The Strange New Worlds, you can tell the quality. Like that, that, and the love that goes into stuff, Strange New Worlds. Yeah, the writing love for sure. Oh, I mean, you watch Halo, it's just, it's crap. Yeah. I mean, I like the shoot em ups. That part's cool. All right, David, from an outside perspective, what would you have done differently? Uh, what, since you and I are on the one, give me more scenes. It's probably more than space, huh? <laughs> It would be so much better if I was in it more. I should have got speaking role and all these things. <laughs> I would like really. I wanted to fight it. I was hoping to fight a Klingon. Like, of course, you're you're acting DB in Star Trek. Like, what better episode could you ask for? Like, of course, I I was hoping this was going to be more like the siege of AR five eight, AR five five eight when they're you know they're shooting down all the Jem'Hadar. But Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Like, obviously, it's probably going to set up how Mbega loses his you know chief medical officer role Mm -hmm. down the line. Um, and Benga did a like that's did a fantastic job of showing you know how, with, the, with his PTSD. Um, just like you can tell the care they took into that episode, you can see it on the screen because Jess was fantastic. Babs, um, General Raw, like I can't, I can't, but like my debut in Star Trek, how am I, yeah. who am I to complain, right? Yeah, 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 and yeah, I think, um. A lot more Jenna Bush. I mean, she's just amazing. She's, she's so fun. It's she the eyes with her. Yeah. She she like bears her soul for her eyes. Right. It's crazy to watch her like perform. It's, it's really good. Yeah. And we got Clint Howard. Of course. Yeah. Clint Howard, yes. Always have- a plus. Always a plus. Yeah. It's so great to have seen him in this episode. I mean, who didn't put a smile on their face the moment Oh yeah, when they when they beamed on and he it was oh my god, Clint Howard, yeah, (laughs) yeah, minute he came. This is such a grim and gritty Star Trek episode of war and blood, and oh, it's Clint Howard, yeah, exactly, exactly. Imagine my face when I'm walking outside and I'm like, is that Clint Howard? I'm sure. (laughs) Did you get to meet him? Like, speak to him at all? I couldn't speak to him, unfortunately. Like, there's still some things you keep. Etiquette yeah. on sets and stuff like that, but um, I accidentally bumped into him and he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mr. Howard, I'm get out of your way. But it was, it was cool. I nerded out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And he's what? He'd be in his 70s now. It's got to be, right? I think he's been yeah. working for 60 odd years. Like, yeah. it's an insane career to be still working, you know, yeah. doing what he loves. Awesome. True, 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 true. All right. Well, that brings us to the stupid Star Trek. (laughs) It's time for stupid Star Trek questions. All right. This is my favorite section of the show, aside from having David on again. And that is the question that we get from the socials. And it can be very silly, <laughs> and we love them all. Uh, the Zacharies asks, I wonder if there's a problem with drunk replicator users getting too creative. Do you wow. think there's a problem with yes. drunk replicators? There is a I meme. Reckon- there is a meme of Wesley Crusher going up to a replicator and saying, uh, Computer, I would like a taco, please. How many tacos would you like? 
a million. And then it shows like engineering bursting into flames and Jordy goes, Who are all these tacos? I bet there was a problem early on. Like, absolutely. When replicators were new, there were people that were, you know, going nuts with it. But I bet you there's rules on that now. <laughs> like, you're gonna, not going to be able to put in things like 1962 copy of January Playboy and expect it to be replicated. And the same with alcohol. No, they have it half- on readers, they have it on pads. <laughs> Yeah, because half the ship would be stoners, then, would they? It's like, oh, How do we know they're not? Mm. Maybe they can just maintain. Yeah. <laughs> Number just one, replicate edibles and stuff. Yeah, make it so. Yeah. <laughs> he starts laughing. What are you laughing about? Because <laughs> I said so, like so. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely sending this episode to back. Kind of makes sense that Picard wouldn't mind occasionally. Getting high, I reckon. Yeah, he keeps, he's always calm and he, he's, he's yeah, medicated that's somehow. True. I always hey, thought it was Earl real gray, hot, infused with cannabis. Yeah, yes. I'd like the CBD tea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they messed around with the uh replicators, David? Oh, definitely hit. Uh, I, I bet they did. Yeah, I you know, get I what, do, what do they mean by too creative, though? I mean, is it is it like you know. That's a challenge. I would like chocolate cake with ice cream and whipped cream and sardines and cherries and pineapple. I want pineapple pizza. And, 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 you know, uh, Dead Sea salt and, you know, all of that on top of a T-bone steak. (laughs) I'd grab all my favorite food. There's somebody at home going, that sounds dangerous. (laughs) I would order a week's food and then get them to make it small versions of it. That's what oh, I would do with the replicator. Yeah, yeah. Do so the entrapment thing. You'd be doing the entrapment. <laughs> look at the ti- look at the tiny food. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, got sitting at home. What's an entrapment? Yeah, yeah. We have to watch another podcast for that. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere of the episode was pitch perfect. Undiscovered country prequel. Mm. Um, Good atmosphere. Hard to agree. The writer of this episode said as much. Oh, look at that. Uh, these guys probably spoke to the writer of that. And then we've got uh, Gaynor Jones. Um, cool. Mom. That's my mom. Oh, yay! We're our moms hey. here. Woo. My mom's probably sleeping, but she's, she's <laughs> here. Um, more David Jones. Yeah, that would always there be. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least you didn't lose a leg. Yeah, there you go. We know of. Yeah, you didn't. You got, both your, you got all your limbs and all your digits, so that's, that's always good. It couldn't have been too bad because if you're in the Sonic shower, that's a pretty quick turnaround. You healed really yeah. quick, I reckon. Yeah. But you Let's just say you were the thing over you a couple of times and you were good. Yeah. But you say you're yeah. concussed so you don't go back out in the war. That's what that's a smart guy. Uh, her true. Aussie accent never pokes through either. Ooh. Her Aussie no, it accent. doesn't. No, because she is, yeah. I thought he was Old saying about me. Yeah, I know my accent's weird, yeah. but oh, we've, um, we've had an no, answer. Google says Clint is sixty-four. He's only sixty-four oh. years young. Amazing. Yeah, he, yeah. he was a kid whenever he was on the original series. Yeah, he was a yeah. kid in the original. Then he was on. So what was he about three? six or seven on the OG series, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. There it is. His brother would have been on. Um, what show would have he been on? Yeah, you know, Opie. Uh, yeah, uh, Happy yeah. Days. He was on. Yeah. No, no, that's Richard Cunningham. You know the other one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Matt uh, Does the TOS replicator era have replicators or not? Hmm. I don't I think, think so. so. I think they hmm. did. 
Because remember, yeah, the uh, and the food would come out. I don't think there's a little tiny chef in there making things. <laughs> they have a little yeah. Neelix. And uh, they did have a that protein resequencer on Enterprise. Because remember, it was uh, a poop, poop, the, a poop question. Yeah, yeah. They, their their food is made out of poop. Yeah, that's right. Really, yeah. Mm. Even in the 32nd century. Their meals are shitty for a whole different reason. Oh, yeah, Troy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Troy. Troy yeah, she, if she's, anyone was yeah. high, it was Troy. She's always at the bunch of, I want chocolates. And, and like a real stoner, she's not that good at her job. No. <laughs> she, no. She, like, <laughs> no. Captain, I sense that the ship that just fired at us is feeling great hostility. Oh, thank you so much for that. <laughs> Go eat your Has anybody got any twisties? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's always like Matt Hanover for some type of snack. Yeah, Ninja Turtle Pizza. Oh, go. Ninja Turtle Pizza, Jason. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. something Mikey would come up with. Yeah, for sure. Uh TOS era had replicators, but they were more like multipliers that replicated what the gallery made. The gallery made. Oh wow, well, there we go. Oh, there you go. I knew oh, somebody would have the answer then. 3D printer, so I guess we should be Yeah, yeah. Except yeah, we had like edibles in it or something. I'd want the first one, I would I would want the OG meal. Yeah, yeah like that makes sense, similar. but it also means Kirk you know what I mean? food cubes. <laughs> I would eat a food cube. Yeah, yeah I'd try it. Right. Yeah, I mean, you get all that stuff in one little cube. You like that Willy Wonka gum, you know? Mm, turkey yeah. did. Here comes the gravy. Now I'm a blueberry. Yeah, exactly. you know wombats in Australia crap cubes, so I did know cube. that, and they only recently found out why. Oh, why? Uh, because that's their body is like squeezing all the moisture out, like literally squeezing it into cubes, get the moisture out of the. Because I live in one of the most arid areas on the planet. Oh, arid areas. Arid. Yeah. That is your science fact of the day. You're welcome, kid. Yeah, I would get uh, scientists on the show. Clint was on DS9 as well, past tense. Yes, yes. That was the uh, Gabriel Bell. We're, we're what California yes. going through right now? Was, was, yes. was he? Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a list of his credits here. Hold on. Yeah. So was. Clint Howard Man, has been in the night maneuver from uh, the original series, Past Tense Part Two from Deep Space Nine, uh, Acquisition from Star Trek Enterprise. Will yes. you take my uh, from Discovery? Wow. And wow. He's so he's been in the family and been looked after by the family. Yeah. Clint Howard is uh, he is Star Trek royalty. He is. He is. Yeah. Troy's pupils, pupils were like that because she was high, not because she was betazoid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with a mother like that, I would there. be. Too. Yes. You would. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Oh, great. Mother's trying to dry hump the captain again. Yeah. Cannabis brownie, please. Because the mum's yeah. on Adderall. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, and a holodeck, which actually works because the animated series also had a holodeck. They did the recreation deck. Yes. Mm. That was Mick, Nick Meyer's replicator theory about TOS era. Oh, nice. Oh. Here we go. Well, Nick says it, then yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to argue with him, Howie. Yeah. Have we heard anything more about the Nick Meyer's con audio drama yet? Didn't even know about it. I've not didn't heard a thing, but I uh, will listen didn't, to it. Didn't even know about it. Yes, yes. All right. So I think this is where I give the reins to our co-host, VHS Jace, because he's bringing back a classic favorite. This week, there's yes. going to be... There's no, there's not going to be any prizes this week, but going forward there will be prizes from our, our merch store. And you'll notice that our prices are going to drop. I don't wonder why. So uh, please be sure to uh, stick around and tell your friends that you can win prizes in the Captain's Quadrant. Thanks mm -hmm. to our buddy VHS Jace. Go for it. All right. So yes, if you haven't guessed it by now, if you've watched before, we're about to play. It's time for name that 
Shrek is sold. The hell is <laughs> All right. Welcome to Name That Trek. So to David, what this little game show we do occasionally here is I have an image up on the screen and over a 30-second period, it's going to become clearer and clearer and clearer. And once you know what that episode is, or if you know, you give me a good old Aussie, oi, and then you've got to tell me what was that trek episode, as we call it, all right? So normally we attached uh, live viewers to it and we give away prizes, but it's been a while, so I thought we would challenge our experts on the show tonight with this. So is everybody ready? Yes, and be back next I am ready to win a prize. Here we go. Now, I will say, not to put any pressure on you guys, if none of you get this, then we should shut the show down. <laughs> so here right. we go. So those of you that aren't familiar, Jason always gets these. Um, probably David will too. I'm horrible at this. So if you're ever paired with me, I'm sorry. Joe, but I think it once. Good. Yeah. It helps. All right, let's do it. Failing, and this is what all TV looks like to me now. Anyway. <laughs> it's time to name that tracker zone. Here we go. Okay. So it's slowly coming into focus. Mm. You like the 60 minutes? Yeah, if you the class, this is upgraded. Come on. Huh. Okay, so I'm seeing there's uh, people there. Okay, so that is. Oh, this is Star oh, Trek First Contact. Oh, 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 I thought yeah. I heard David's voice first. Yeah, David. Say? Yeah, First Contact. Absolutely. It's Woo! First Contact. And yeah, we'll just skip it forward. There it is. Yay. First Contact. Well done, David. You well, got it. Shenanigans. You said episode. You said episode. That is an episode. Whether it's a film, it's still part of a franchise. It can be considered an episode. No, no, yes. no, yes, no, I stand no, by that. No, I looked no, that up no, before no, I put it no, there this morning. No, 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 it is what it is. You lost, saw loser. David won. <laughs> no. David won. Well done, David. Yes. <laughs> I had to make. Come on, Jace. I had to make it easy because of Joe. Yeah, I come know, on, man. I know. The only I other alternative I had was the word Star Trek on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> With the episode title. That way I would definitely get it. <laughs> yeah. I see. Well, that I, was I, it, guys. And and we'll the, be bringing it back occasionally, but yes, name that Trek episode. Another reason why you should be watching live, right, Joe? That's right. And why I should stuff. be bringing my glasses. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. it looked like the first scene for you. Don't still blame the big <laughs> so basically, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's it. Oh, it's 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 oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there isn't. A, oh, no, I'm not playing the after one. We're done. All right, cool. Let's move it on. Um, so I guess that leaves us no choice but to spin the wheel of agony. All right. This is the section that dictates. What will happen next week in the Captain's Quadrant? What shall we suffer or go through joy in watching? It'll all flip depending on the end of this. And I believe I pulled this uh, one off, so we don't have to worry about that being fucked. Pull what off? This oh, last. Yep, got you there. Pulled it off. What? Yeah, right. Not the video. Uh, that's the Batgirl episode. Yes. Oh, in that? Oh, he won't cry. Oh yeah, Yvonne Craig's in it. She plays an Orion. No, oh, it's Orion. Oh man, I'm, this is gonna be fun. I'm gonna love that one. <laughs> I, I, All right, I actually recently watched this one. And Did you really? Yeah. Wasn't bad. No. Bad. Well, 
See, this is the thing, David. Joe had one day decided he just puts a list of all the shows he hated. Well, we realise is, hang on a minute, some of us (laughs) I really like this, which makes it even better. Yeah, yeah, and then I put the because we never did the last season of the other half of the last season of Strange the World, so I have all those episodes on there too. So, oh, the the one you did with me and Michael Chan, that was awful. (laughs) That episode, yeah, that was what episode was that? Oh my god, that was um the the Moomoo one. Children shall lead, yeah. Yeah, and the children shall lead, yeah, with the kids going punch you in your head, Kirk. You know, it was bizarre. You have all what? done well, my children. Yeah. My Moomoo. It is hard to watch the old episodes subjectively now, isn't it? Because they look so old and the acting is of a time. So yeah. you've got to kind of strip that away and just you know, everybody's overacting. You know, I mean, you're in a scene with Shatner, you have to turn it up to 12, right? Because, yes, yeah. 15. I, yeah, I was watching an interview with uh Walter Koenig that was done back whenever the sci fi channel was airing the uh the Star Trek episodes, and he actually cited and the children will lead as his official like recognition that the show was over. He was like, Nobody cared. Oh, wow. He said they were doing this for just like publicity. Like, what desperate thing can we do this week to bring in viewers? He was like, at that point, I knew it was over. Hmm. So this is a season three episode then? I don't know if it's season three or not. Let me see. Hmm. Research. What was it? Episode four. He's like, nah, this show's done. (laughs) (laughs) Now, why don't you go back to your quarters? I'll be along shortly to say hello. All right. This is uh, the afternoon. It is a season three episode. Oh, ouch. So yeah, it was a yeah, episode. Uh let's go back. Uh congratulations to David for winning this first returning name that trek episode. Way to go, son. You, AKA you nerd. know what? Before somebody in the comments calls us out, this is not the Yvonne Craig episode. Oh, oh it's not. So it's not a good so oh. I, I, that is well, I, my I have a good list, guys. Oh, I paid attention, okay? I do my job. Oh, good. Man. I was looking forward to Yvonne Craig. I don't even yeah. know which one is Yvonne Craig, too. I got you. Ah, I'm just going to go watch Batman. A race yeah. of aliens yeah. from an overpopulated planet abduct Captain Kirk to solve their problems. Okay, if your planet's overpopulated, don't abduct <laughs> Kirk. Yeah. He's it's not going to help. You bring Kirk and he'll help with that. There's a lot of ladies yes. here. How's and it back, <laughs> send them back. Our population is increased by 52%. <laughs> yes. Send down that Riker guy. He seems like he's got a level head on. Oh, man. There's some, I'm not sure who it is, but somebody on, on Instagram is doing like, how many numbers would this Star Trek character get? And they like did a uh, a whole like column of like a tournament. And I think it was down to like Kirk and Riker. <laughs> so I, I was. That's a very curious thing. It's very fun to look at. It would Kirk be is a bit more reckless expect. than Riker was. Uh, yeah, I think so. It, okay, it would be the character you would not expect. It would be somebody like Rom. <laughs> you know what? Rom, I mean, she's wife like. Yeah, yeah that's and, true. Kirk and Riker would have like respectable astronomical numbers, and then it would be like that one scene from the, the discovery episode where they go back in time, when the Klingon cleave ship comes through and like decimates the section 30, that would be Rom's numbers. Coming yeah. Through. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk, yeah. And, Kirk and Riker would just look up with like stars. They're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rom would be at the helm just going, 
So my figure universe saw oh, that episode last night on Pluto. So be sure to join us next week because you have an opportunity to win some swag. Uh, why did you have these old scientists on there? How dare it's you? Ecstasy. It's an ecstasy episode. It's an ecstasy. Yes. So we have too. the captain's quadrant has two sub shows, the ecstasy and agony booth. Uh, ecstasy when it's amazing agony when we're undecided or if it's a bad episode completely. And we didn't get to actually review the last set of episodes of strange new world. So we didn't do the finale. We didn't do the episode before this episode. So this is an opportunity to come back and do those. So yes. Joe, I'm going to ask you live. Well, I'm not going to ask you. I've been doing it in the background anyway. I'm going to introduce a new wheel next week, if that's all right. Oh, yes, please. To help the audience separate and we understand, you know, so I've got a good idea and I think we'll. uh, Yeah, I'm partially colorblind. So Mm -hmm. that that has lots of colors. But apparently somebody told me, why is it all red? And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh. No, the other thing is you can't, you've got limited ways to actually work with that software. Correct. You can't scale text and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amazing. I I got you, mate. I'm back. I got you. You suck at it and he wants to take it over is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an Aussie. Yeah, you can Ukraine. Right. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. do a Ukraine joke, but I think I'll let that one go. Oh um, no, <laughs> don't do that. Season three um, of US has a lot of those kind of episodes. Yes, yes. Oh, this is the reverse control booth episode. The reverse oh, birth birth control. control. Birth control. <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm tired. You better be wearing your glasses next week. I will Charlie. be wearing my glasses next week. I swear to God. Uh, I believe the real-life answer during TNG that it was Michael Dorn. Dude had a reputation. I'm a clinger. I could see that. You know what we have two of? Oh, my. You know, <laughs> Every time I think of Michael Dorn recently, because I watched Ted 2 recently again, just him playing the boyfriend of Patrick Walburton, being the biggest D-bag, oh. is Michael Dorn. And I'm going, why wasn't this guy in more comedy? Because he was hilarious. hilarious in that. Yeah. I gotta watch that. And of course, seen... I can see why the ladies yeah. dig him. If mm. you've never seen Ted 2, he also shows up at a Star Trek convention dressed as Worf. Oh, really? <laughs> That's and Patrick Warburton is dressed as the tick. Oh, oh my god, I have to watch amazing. that. No, I, and sadly, that's the movie's peak. It never gets that good. <laughs> no. mm. I don't even consider Ted 2 a Ted movie. Ted 2 is uh is the, the TV show. Ted gotcha. and TV show, which is excellent. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Oh, gotcha. Good justification. I didn't know about the ecstasy booth. Yes, we have plenty of surprises for you in the uh, we can show with the ecstasy. We have a yeah, we can the ecstasy booth. The ecstasy booth. The ecstasy booth is also what uh, Kirk and Riker call their quarters. Oh, oh boy! Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Good, good timing. Uh, Mr. Jones's mom's back. You guys are hilarious. The hooch. Yes. Please don't forget to subscribe. Yes, please subscribe. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) Great show. I'm glad I stopped by to check it out. Hey, thank you so much. Glad you stopped by as well. Yeah, we really. That's all because we got. Stop. stop. Yeah, yeah. We We got a celebrity on here. Yeah, there we go. All right. My mom loved John Smith Frakes, but I think she said she liked him. Was it with the beard or without the beard? As in without the beard in the mm. early days. Wow. Whenever you have a, you just compare them to the candy bars. You know, one of them is uh, Sugar Daddy. The other one's Sugar Babies. So, you know, oh, yeah. Daddies or do you like Sugar Babies? That depends on if you like Riker with, the, with or without the beard. Exactly. Mm. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this amazing episode of the captain's quadrant. Thank you so much, David, for joining us once again. Is there anything that you can tell and divulge to the fans here? Because people are going to check this out. 
later on too. So is yeah, he's going to break an NDA. He signed. Yeah, should he break some NDA? Just, just to give us an exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This evening, Thanksgiving up on Amazon Prime, Netflix, number one show movie right now in Netflix USA. I'm going to drop. Hold on, I got, I got to, I got to interrupt you for a second. So. He messaged me the, the other day and was like, Did you watch Thanksgiving yet? And I happened to be sitting in my room doing nothing. And I was like, no, I'll watch it right now. Y'all. It's a great movie. Y'all, watch this movie. It's fantastic. I've it's not so seen good. it yet. You haven't I've seen not fantastic. seen it, but I heard good things. The first 10 minutes of it, I was watching it going, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. So you got to work with Eli Roth, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, my horror debut too. Like I've grown up watching Halloween. You know, I love. I watch it religiously on uh, AMC every Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping to get a nice team, but yeah, I got to work with Eli Roth and Patrick Dempsey. It was great, mate. That looks pretty impressive on your resume. I gotta, yeah, absolutely. That. That's absolutely really great. The, me- the memories will last a lifetime if they think this will be the new Halloween. The memories. I can say, you know, maybe in 10 years I get to be the new Halloween, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, the first movie, I'll see every sequel that he makes because it yeah. was fantastic. And you and know where that, I- that idea is born from, though, don't you? It's born from the fake trailers they did mm-hmm. for the Grindhouse movies. Yeah. Yep. We've, had, we've had two. We've had Machete and we've had uh, Thanksgiving. So Edgar, I'm just waiting for Don't. I'm just waiting for Don't. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. That's don't. right. Don't. Don't, don't. Oh yeah, he's so handsome, Riker. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Excellent. David. All right. Take care, Open Pike. Wait, two days. Okay. I guess his time and space to be to be ironed out over there. Uh, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Be sure to go and check out uh, David in Thanksgiving, and go watch Under the Cloak of War if you haven't. But I'm pretty sure you have. Otherwise, you wouldn't click this thumbnail and watch the show if you're new to the show. Get Captain Squadron. Uh, please go and visit or download or go and pick up a copy of the book from last week's guest, Karin Nordine, who were the Raven's Roost, Last One Alive, and Sweet Little Eyes. Be sure to go and check out those amazing books. We are going to be supporting her for a bit because she is fantastic. And she really you, is. She really is a wonderful, wonderful person. Now, if you didn't know, we are also going to be in person. At the same time, the three of us, we wish you were there too, David, at Trek Long Island this, yes, June 2nd to uh, June, May 31st to June 2nd. Definitely bringing my glasses oh, yeah. next week. Uh, and we have, there we are at the bottom there. We're going to be hanging out in the podcast area. We're going to be talking with people. We're going to be doing a live episode of the Agony Booth. It's going to be a blast. So be sure to go pick up your tickets, buy them now, and you will love every minute of it. We are also going to say hello to our friends, the Scarif Podcast, pure unadulterated nerd talk from the Red Talk Network, another place that David uh, recently hung out on. So be hey sure. Guys. Yeah, they're great guys. Be sure. And ladies, be sure to check them out over on their YouTube channel. Be sure to check out AJ Orsini's Uncensored Mind. It is WrestleMania season. If you are a wrestling fan, this is the guy you want to go to. He has a lot of knowledge within the industry and the business as he was a wrestler and a manager in his time. You're going to want to listen to all the fun things that he has and such, such knowledge and such, such love of ducks over there. Be sure to visit our friends, the sci-fi Queens. We are now an hour after them. And if you are interested 
in model ships, be sure to visit our friends in Capsulated International. You can get your own Starship 3D printed. It's very cool. There's a lot to go and check out there. And there's two video uh, sways. And I'm going to give the two gentlemen that are responsible for those their moment to talk about it, starting with VHS Jace. You ready? Go. All right. Go for it. Please come and subscribe to my YouTube channel because nobody is. I currently hit 7,000 in TikTok this morning, but I need more subscribers. Come over and watch the really cool clips that I put on there. Yeah, a lot of fun. All right, Jason Rogaston, are you ready? I am ready. All right, here you go. And go. Come join me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and on my own personal website at Jason Roy Gaston, Jason Roy Gaston. Dot com and right now if you haven't heard i'm actually taking people to egypt oh, in uh later on this year so there's chances for you to join me in egypt that's where the pyramids are we can you know why egypt. the pyramids are in egypt right um the british couldn't get them onto a ship to take them to the museum <laughs> Oh. That's great. It's so true. Kyle and I. Yeah, no, it's because the the aliens still need their navigational points. That's why they're still there. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. All right. And that is going to wrap it up. I've actually uh, had such a great time with you guys. David, it's been amazing. We will see you next time. Live long and prosper. And we hope that you will be back on Star Trek. Yes. Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope so. Thanksgiving, too. I'll be happy either way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or you're in Thanksgiving 